Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. Today's going to be a fun episode, and it will require a bit of suspension of belief, or it might require some belief, or at least an entertaining of different beliefs. And whether or not these beliefs are true, or true to you, or true to others, remains to be seen. But they are given in this episode today so that you'll know about them and enjoy a little bit more about how the world sees things in places that may not be like your own. So, what are we talking about? We're going to talk about specific superstitions today. So open up your big book of stuff and today turn to the section on quilts. That's right, quilts. Because today we're going to talk about quilting superstitions or beliefs or folktales or wives' tales whatever you want to call them. So, let's get started. Today's episode is brought to you by Spiral Moon, a pagan school for all families established 2022. Spiral Moon offers homeschooling options plus a complete virtual academy. They are now accepting applications for pre-K through 12th grade for the school year of 2023 and 2024. You can contact them at www.spiramooneducation.org. We'll include the information in today's podcast. In addition to the school, they also have homeschooling resources available. Make sure you check them out at Spiral Moon Family Circle on Facebook or go directly to their website www.paganhomeschooling.net They have a full library of resources to help you. For more information, on these programs and others, visit spiralmoon.org. Now, back to the show. There are so many versions of quilts in the world and so many different communities who make quilts and just like there's every kind of person there's every kind of possibility for a belief or a superstition or a folktale about quilting and I've collected a few for today's episode because I know a lot of my listeners and specifically the ones who sew may be quilting 
I love sharing things with my friends and we're friends so let's share some friendly superstitions this is something that intrigued me when I started hearing about them I had read certain stories that have the traditional beliefs but I kind of had to dig for the rest of them things like not giving babies turkey trot patterns because it meant they would wander you know the common ones but there are so many more a lot of the superstitions also seem to be around young girls and the marriage which makes sense I mean quilting is one of the things that you would get together usually and the women would quilt and a lot of times it's a passed down craft so in order for it to be passed down you have the young people learn it while they're young and one of the things back in the old days and even now that many young girls would like to think about is when they're gonna get married a lot of parents think the same way and aunts will you get it so there's superstitions around quilting when it comes to unmarried girls. And one of them was that if the young unmarried girl were to put the last stitch in the quilt, she'd die an old maid. And for my non-English speakers who are translating this, that means she'd die without ever being married. But there's other traditions too regarding this. There was such a thing as a hope chest, and there still is. Even my daughter has a hope chest. And it's passed down or sometimes gifted uh, right before you get married. I and my tradition believe you give the hope chest when the girl turns 16, so she did get a hope chest. But in it, you would put your quilts and important things, especially things for marriage. And one of the traditions is, from what I've researched, and this would make sense according to why I would see the kind of quilts I did in my mama's hope chest, the one who raised me, Mary Nesbitt, Mary H. Nesbitt. And that was, you would have a quilt made up of 999 pieces. I mean, that's insane, right? That's so many pieces. And it would explain the crazy quilt that was in there in her hope chest that never seemed to come out. But the thing about that is, it would be a thousand piece quilt, but the thousandth piece was supposed to come from the jacket of the, um, the man you were gonna marry. And then you finish the quilt. And I do know that there's a lot of uh, people who still believe in not finishing a quilt, not just the last stitch, but not even finishing the quilt and putting it in the hope chest. They would just do the top and then uh, when they got married, they'd finish them out. Now, again, remember, this is a craft that is often passed down, but not always. You know, in the modern world, we don't always be, have the ability to engage in leisure crafts and pass them down. So for some people, they're picking up quilting for the first time, 
in their families. But the tradition or the superstition is, once you make your very first quilt, you're not supposed to give it away. It's supposed to stay with you. And then also, or, and it could be unlucky. Another thing that I was told was, if you start your quilt on Friday, you won't live to see it completed. And I don't know if that's true. It's just kind of a scary thing. Maybe that should be more for an October episode. Um, and for those who are of the Christian faith, there's another superstition that you shouldn't start your quilts on a Sunday. Specifically, you shouldn't sew quilts at all on a Sunday. And they said that if you do, you'd have to remove the stitches after you die in heaven. And I only read that in one place. I'm trying to remember where I read it. Oh, I can't remember right now, but I'll, I'll, it'll come to me. But when I saw that, I was like, they are taking that day of rest super seriously. You got to respect it. Quilting is a lot of work, and that is definitely not a restful activity. Now, I'm not sure where this is from, this superstition, but I could maybe make my own thoughts on where it might come from. And this superstition is that if you were to stitch in a spider somewhere, that a spider's web specifically, into the work of the quilt somewhere, it's supposed to be good luck. I don't know where that's from. I really don't think it has anything to do with the Christmas spider either. And that's something completely different. But I kind of look at it and I'm saying, well, why would a spider's web have anything to do with quilting? I don't know for sure, but I know my mind goes to Greek mythos, and I'm thinking Arachne, because she was a weaver, and she would do things with textiles and threads. That's the only thing I can maybe track that with, you know? I mean... That would make sense, right? I mean, it would be kind of like putting her blessing on your work. Just a theory. Now here's a rather macabre one. If a woman sews a Lone Star quilt and starts piecing it together alone, she could soon be a widow. And also, it's unlucky to put black in a quilt I mean so what would happen if you made a black Lone Star quilt and you were married what do you think could happen I know also that it's supposedly unlucky to make an all black quilt too well I would imagine so if you don't want black in it Another legend states that if you dream a dream, if you sleep under a brand new quilt for the first time on the first night, that that dream is supposed to come true. Interesting. I wonder what all of those older hands who make those quilts still 
dreamer. You would think that a star would be lucky. But we talked about the Lone Star quote before, earlier in this episode. But here's something else. Apparently, if you start making a quilt and you make the star first, you could lose someone in your home. No, of course, these are superstitions and no reason to be afraid or take them as facts, but it doesn't hurt to be too careful. I even heard a particularly, particularly scary superstition, and that is if you put people in your quilts, like your stitch persons, they may walk and visit you. <laughs> I would imagine you just have dreams of them because you were focusing so hard on trying to stitch them in properly. Now, while you're stitching and while you're sewing, the other superstitions are that if you break the thread, that's not the best of luck, that's bad luck. And that if you were to break a needle, you'd become pregnant next. Really? That's quite a jump between the needle and the thread. And all of these are given in good fun. I don't know if they're true or not. I, I couldn't tell you. Me and my quilting expeditions are interesting at best. But now let's not think of all the negative things. Let's think of some positive things, some happy things. If you make a wedding quilt, you should make things that symbolize things growing together, like vines or cords coming together or those interlinking rings, you know, like wedding rings. Make things link together because that's what it's supposed to symbolize. Remember though, if you're making a wedding quilt for someone else, you have to sleep under the quilt at least once. And that's for any time you're giving away a quilt. The belief is once you finish the quilt, you have to sleep under it at least once before you give it away. There's a saying that the love is in the mistakes of a quilt you make. I would say that it's in the love of the stitching. One of the things I always wanted to do when I got older was to sit around a group of women and make a quilt together. Because the laughing, the good times, the focus and the work of the people making the quilt together, all that good energy would go into those fabrics and then you could sleep under that. And if you notice, the older quilts always feel better. The hand-sewn quilts seem to feel a little bit more lovey. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with machine quilts, not at all. Anything to make our lives easier is awesome. But I can tell the difference if I'm sleeping under one of the older quilts in my family and a machine quilt. a lot of superstitions out of this episode because I don't want this to be the encyclopedia of quilting superstitions and also because I'd like you 
to give me some feedback on your superstitions or beliefs around quilting. What have you run into? I would be fascinated to hear it. You know, my friends have the best stories and you're the best sources of information I couldn't dream of. And we're friends, right? If you've got stories about your past in quilting circles or attending quilting bees or you just love quilts and you want to share about that, feel free to reach out to me at the Shire on Facebook, my Magical Cottage Core Life Shire, or here on Spotify. Either way would be absolutely wonderful. Also, don't forget, we have a book out. My Magical Cottage Core Life, the quick recipe book. And I'll see you here next time on My Magical Cottage Core Life. Oh, and I think there's a typo in our description on Amazon. I'm going to take care of that just as soon as I can.